You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. Make sure you go to danpatrick.com. We have Limerick greeting cards there for a birthday, his and her, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, New Year's, win or lose, we celebrate. Get your bundle of Limericks. Don't worry about buying greeting cards for the rest of the year. Fritzy's done a wonderful job with his limericks. Thank you, Todd. I enjoyed it. All right. Uh, There's tension in the room because we're running out of football during the week. And this is one of those where you go, maybe you and your significant other can maybe, I don't know, get on the same page. Too soon. Yeah. Where last night you're watching the bowl game. Maybe you didn't watch the bowl game. I did. But... It's where you go, you know, we should probably find a new show. How about that, hon? A new series to dive into. So uh, I know two of the Danettes did that last night where you're going, uh, you know, maybe watch just a little bit of football and then uh, maybe we find a new series, a new show. Right, Seton? That's why football is actually perfect because you can watch the first quarter. Then say, hey, babe, why don't we put on that show that you like? And you watch an hour of that, and then you're, you're back into the yeah. game for the fourth quarter. Yeah. So you kind of get the whole story. I like it. I, I like the philosophy, philosophy there. Uh, yeah, Paul. Yeah, it's a smart strategy. The Tax Act Texas Bowl was not a burner early. Mm. So maybe around 8.15 Eastern, you say, hon, uh, Law & Order SVU? That's, that's 55 minutes. You can get right back for the third quarter in case, you know, LSU makes a comeback. Yeah, which they didn't. Kansas State, my Wildcats, dominated LSU. Didn't LSU win the national title two years ago? They could barely field a team last night. What the hell happened? They had like 36 players there. Coach is gone. You got Brian Kelly and his accent are in town. He, but he wasn't coaching. That was weird because the, his replacement at Notre Dame coached Notre Dame in their bowl game, but he didn't coach LSU in their bowl game. But is he at practice all week? Does he have a clipboard, a golf cart, a visor on, and then, come on, let's go! Or is he just monitoring from afar? Is he up on some platform, some structure? They're just observing there. But uh, he did talk about, um, well, his accent last night. He He was upstairs. He was in the booth for that. Now, if you don't remember, it was a month ago when Brian Kelly was introduced at a basketball game at LSU, and he unveiled a new accent. Now, he was in South Bend, but it sounds like South Bend was a little more south than we thought. Well, that's a great way to get started, and I haven't even won all my games yet. It's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family, and we are so excited to be in the great state of Louisiana, but more importantly, to be with you great fans and to be part of what is going to be an incredible ride here at Louisiana State University. My hope is that he is a manager of a Premier League team. <laughs> like after LSU and football, and then he, he's Ted Lasso, and then he's got a bit of an accent like this. Worried yes. about getting sacked. Yes. <laughs> every, every time I hear it, I think they hired James Carville to be the uh, offensive coordinator at LSU. And then there was last night. Yes, Eaton. You know, actually, the most troubling thing about that soundbite, now that I listen back to it, isn't that he has a 
southern accent all of a sudden. Yeah. Instead, he goes, and I haven't even won all my games yet. <laughs> Why in the world would you say something like that? You're not going to win all of your games. Well, here is uh, Brian Kelly from last night. Listen, whether it was dancing or I couldn't get my accent down <laughs> with family. Listen, I'm from Boston. We don't have strong accents. And by the way, you cannot get on me about my accent because you got one too. Okay, I hope he's joking there. I assume he's joking when he talks about a Boston accent. We don't really have a strong accent there in Boston. Uh, my family. When, when he, when, I say, I say. <laughs> Why wasn't he coaching last night? Like, you're on the job. I'm aren't fixing you? to coach real soon. <laughs> I'm fixing to. <laughs> Oh, LSU, the artist formerly known as. Wild. It was two years ago. They won a national title. They got embarrassed last night by uh, Kansas State. Welcome to the program, already in progress. We've been talking about a lot of things, including could Jim Harbaugh maybe go back to the NFL? One voter doesn't like Aaron Rodgers. We'll talk about that as well. Phone calls are always welcome. Poll question, play of the day, stat of the day. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Our good buddy Nick Wright from Fox Sports a little later on. The great Al Michaels will stop by as well. Baker Mayfield shut down his season, or did the Browns shut down their season with Baker Mayfield? Why now? What's changed from last week to this week? You weren't going to play in the playoffs. You weren't playoff eligible last week. You're already injured, been injured most of the season, and now it's surgery time. Now you're going to have it? Why not play in the season finale? I'm trying to figure out what is the motivation here. I mentioned that Baker has played through pain. He reminds us he's played through pain. Seems to try to leverage that as if to say, give me a hall pass this entire season. That's fine if the Browns, if that's what they want to do. I'm just trying to figure out who's calling the shots here. Because I would have shut down Baker Mayfield a while ago. But he wanted to play. Now he doesn't want to play. Now you want to have surgery. You wanted to play against the Steelers. You don't want to play against the Ravens. Okay. I don't know. I shouldn't say the Ravens. Who do the Browns play? Uh, uh, it's Roethlisberger against the, uh, the Ravens. But I don't know whose call it was or is. But it seems like it's Baker Mayfield's. Yeah, Paulie. Bengals at Browns. Bengals at Browns. Okay. I knew it was in the division, or at least I thought it was. But don't you want to play in that game too? I'm figuring that maybe you don't want to play in that game. Because you got Joe Burrow on the other side. You don't want to look bad here. I, I think you just nailed it. I didn't realize it until I, who they're playing. Yeah. Cross-state rival. You're going to get mm -hmm. housed. Well, who knows? Because I don't know. You know, the Bengals have already won their division. I, I don't know what the motivation is or the seeding. Uh, but yeah, I'm just wondering this. This this still fascinates me far more than it should about Baker Mayfield and his future. You got one more year in his contract. I think it's 18 million dollars. Okay, that's a good price for a good quarterback. But I don't know if it's weird. We like you at this price. But if you were more, we might not like you. Because the Bears had to do this with Mitchell Trubisky, who, by the way, has better numbers career-wise than Baker Mayfield, or at least equal. And they cut him loose. They had to go, okay, is he our future? No, he's not. 
is Baker Mayfield the Browns' future? And that's the big question that is sort of lingering there. I can go back to what he's done before, and he has put up impressive numbers. You know, they could have beat the Kansas City Chiefs. They had their chance. There's star power there. There's just not star numbers there. And that's the big issue that I have with this. Uh, Does he think he's better than what he is? Do the Browns think he's better than what he is? The media's expectations here. Remember, it was get rid of Odell Beckham. Hey, now we're going to solve all of this. I didn't think it was a good mix marriage to begin with, with Baker and Odell, because Odell wanted to prove to everybody that he's still an elite wide receiver. And he's doing pretty well in L.A. Now you're going to say to Baker Mayfield, hey, you got to feed me the ball. I mean, i got to prove all these people wrong, including the New York Giants. Well, Baker acquiesced to him, and I understand that. And Odell can be an elite wide receiver, but it just felt like the game plan, play calling, was different. And you should have been a run-first team. Offensive line was depleted. You lose Odell. It just, they weren't on the same page. Defensively, you have Miles Garrett. You have a couple of really good, impactful defensive players. But I think they're kind of stuck in neutral right now. We know the Bengals are ascending. Pittsburgh's going to regroup. I mean, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and Cleveland are similar in my, my opinion. Like you have a good running back. You've got a really good defensive player. You have some skilled position players. And, but you have questions at the quarterbacking position. Well, Ben Roethlisberger is at the end of his career. Baker's at the beginning of his career. But his career will hinge on next season. If he plays well, he'll probably get that big contract. If he doesn't, he might be Mitchell Trubisky, where he goes someplace else, and then he waits a year or two. Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Ryan Tannehill had to do that after he left uh, the Dolphins. This is sort of what happens. You're either elite getting the contract extension or you're let go and you become a backup quarterback. There's no middle ground here because the way football is structured, the way these agents have gone after, I'm the next guy up after that rookie contract. Instead of saying, hey, give me $26 million, $28 million. But agents aren't going to do that. But if you did that and became a little more team-friendly, then maybe you keep Baker Mayfield at that price. But I always find that fascinating. Like, at what point do you go, hmm, $29 million? Mm, no, we can't go. What, how about 28 Okay, 28 All right, might be able to make that work. It's just you're going to be paying 45 And Baker Mayfield is not worth 45 yeah, Paul. One thing that's a little saucy, the, the Steelers right now pick 17th in the NFL draft. Cleveland's at 13. They weren't expecting to be in the top 15 this year. Mac Jones, wasn't he the 15th pick last year? Yeah. I, there are a few quarterbacks that may not be floating around the top 10 that are, might be available. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, what I would do is, man, I know that they're in the market for, or at least want to be in the market for Deshaun Watson. I know that. The question is, everybody is sort of kind of figuring out when are these, you know, civil lawsuits settled? Are there any uh, criminal charges? Is there anything left with Deshaun Watson that they're trying to figure out? Because it almost happened with Miami. You know, they, they did tell him or his agent, look, settle these and we'll make the trade. Well, not all the women were willing to settle. You know, Cleveland's going to be interesting. And, and Cleveland would be a great destination. 
I look at Cleveland the way I did the Boston Red Sox back in 2003. Like, it's there. It, it's there, and they're ready to explode. And, and I remember Kurt Schilling talking about he could have gone elsewhere, but he wanted to be part of something that they would never forget him, and that is winning a World Series there. And that, that could be one of those Russell Wilson-type situations, maybe Aaron Rodgers situation, where you go in, and all of a sudden, now you got to be sold on management, your coach, your owner. But, man, you get one title in Cleveland, they build statues. Yeah, Seaton. Kind of getting the sense that there's a franchise tag on the horizon for Baker Mayfield. Could be. Could be. Which sounds like a, actually a disaster that you that you would then be three years into not really knowing know. if this is the guy. I know. And and I if you're three years in and you don't know, then then you do know. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's tricky. But that does fascinate me. I would have and I said this a couple of weeks ago. Just shut him down. I don't think that they were any better with him with a torn labrum on his non-throwing shoulder and a health, healthy Case Keenum. Like, I, I, I really don't. If you're running the offense, although I, after watching the Manning cast, I have great questions about some of the play calling there. But to me, Case Keenum, Baker Mayfield, a banged-up Baker Mayfield – and, you know, I still go back to the, the – what, what was the philosophy against the Steelers? He got sacked nine times. Nick Chubb, Chubb is watching the first half. And then you're going, okay, I don't, I don't understand play calling here, philosophy. I got one guy on T.J. Watt. He was in the backfield as much as Nick Chubb was. He was in the backfield more than Nick Chubb was. Yes, he. But and but see, I I think that's the thing though. How many of those nine sacks are on Baker Mayfield? Because he's holding on to the yeah, ball too yeah, long. Yeah, could he, be. He's got guys wide open right in front of him, and he's not throwing, and then he's taking a sack, and then it looks like it looks bad for his line. This program brought to you by Impeller. Empower your investment portfolio opportunities in Puerto Rico. Impeller, the new online tool that connects investors with innovative projects on the island available now. Impeller. Your hub for investment opportunities in Puerto Rico. Learn more at investpr.org slash impeller. We'll take a break. When we come back, maybe Jim Harbaugh to the NFL. Back to the NFL. Barry Bonds inching closer to the Hall of Fame, question mark. Excuse me. And a pro football writer says that Aaron Rodgers is a big jerk. Therefore, he's not going to vote for him. I think that's a direct quote. I think it is. (laughs) You big jerk, you. (laughs) Sounds like something you say to your brother. Hey, you big jerk. Uh, But uh, the uh, football writer is is not going to vote for Aaron Rodgers. We'll talk about that coming up. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, There's scareware now. Have you heard of this? It's a scam that uses scare tactics in the form of pop-up ads to get users to believe that their computer has a security problem. And the fix is to purchase or download their software. Cyber criminals can then gain access to all your information, steal your personal information. Every day we put so much information at risk on the Internet. LifeLock is here to help you. They come to the rescue detecting a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information has potentially been compromised, they send you an alert. You have access to a dedicated restoration specialist if you become a victim. Now, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. 
Help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. Make sure you use the promo code PATRICK so they know you listen to the program. They'll give you that special deal. 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to LifeLock.com. Promo code PATRICK for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. We'll come up with a poll question. I think Seton's got the responsibility today. You know, Dan, it's been a long time since I've been nervous doing this show, but I am rattled today. It's a thankless job trying to come up with a poll question. Do you have any suggestions? What, Paul? I just want to say that I was going to assign this to Seton last night, but I didn't want him nervous in his own ooh, head, ooh. staying up all night. It's kind of like when Justin Herbert found out three minutes before kickoff he was starting for the Chargers, mm. and he was loose. Mm. I told Seton right before showtime. But Justin Herbert played well in that game. Ah, uh, man, that's a real roll of the dice for me, isn't it? Okay, here we go, Seton. Poll questions? Luckily, as usual, Paul's come up with all of them. <laughs> And you'll never tell from the wording of them, by the way. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, why don't we start right off with the uh, lead? Baker Mayfield is not playing this weekend because dot dot dot. He's injured and wants to get surgery in mm-hmm. ASAP, or he doesn't want to look bad again. Here is Baker Mayfield and uh, talking about his health. Yeah, I mean, there's an opportunity to win. I'm an extremely competitive guy. I think you guys know that. I think now it's time for me to start, you know, looking at what's in the best interest for me and my health. Okay, why not a week ago is the only thing I want to know with this. Kevin Stefanski, the Browns head coach on Baker sitting out week 18. Baker won't play in this last game. We're going to hold him out. He's going to get surgery uh, scheduled really as soon as possible uh, so that he can you know, get back healthy uh, as soon as possible. Throughout this whole thing, we have tried to make the right decision based on all the information available to us, constant dialogue with our medical staff, with Baker, uh, all those type of things. And throughout, have really felt comfortable based on all that information uh, that, that he was able to play and, and those type of things. So uh, obviously frustrated for him, uh, but just felt like that was the right thing to do for right now did anybody ask coach or baker like what's different this week than last week or the week before whose call was this now i know having all the surgeries that i've had throughout my years that uh, sometimes it's difficult to get on the uh, same schedule with your orthopedic surgeon maybe that's what it was I'm guessing Baker goes to the front of the line, but you know, maybe saying, you know, the Dr. McNally is not available and you're going to have to wait a week. All right, I'll play against Pittsburgh, but nothing's changed. I love when players are going to play, they'll play hurt, but you can't play where it hurts your team. And this to me, there's, there's mitigating factors here. If, if you're asking the Cleveland Browns six weeks ago, do you want to? You can ha, you can shut down Baker, and and just give Case Keenum the opportunity here. I'm wondering if they would lean the other way and go, yeah, let's go with Case Keenum. Now they're not going to answer that. <laughs> just saying, there's, you know, we probably made a mistake here. Yeah, Paulie, Coach, if you had a do over two months ago, would you shut down Baker and his bad shoulder and go with Case Keenum so you had a chance to make the playoffs? Um. Hmm. You know what? I'm uh, just looking forward to Cincinnati, and it's always great to have Baker there as leadership, even if he's not 100%. 
we know that, uh, you know, a 60% Baker is obviously better than 100% Case Kin. Wait, did I say that? I think that they, they could have accomplished the same thing. And maybe more, as crazy as that may sound. Now, do I think Baker is better than Case Keenum? I do. But you're playing with an injured shoulder, and you've got running backs who aren't in there. Your offensive line is banged up. Who gives you the best opportunity to win? But that sounds like that was Baker saying, hey, I tried. I'm done. I don't want, I don't want to play in that last game. Because if you're a competitive guy, okay, you want to play in that last game against the Bengals? Don't you want to beat the Bengals? That's a great rivalry. Now, it's not like the Browns and the Steelers, but Browns-Bengals, and in particular this year, finish the season on a high note, beating the Bengals, which may not sound like a high note, but for those of us from Ohio, we know that's a big deal. Yes, Seton, you're grimacing there. Yeah, I hadn't thought about being on like the the losing end of a struggling quarterback when you go against the guy, the guy on the other mm. side of the field is lights out. Yes. Phenomenal. Yeah. And you're like, God, man, I just got this bum shoulder. I'm just trying to figure <laughs> this out for Christ's sakes. I want to get paid. Yeah. <sighs> Finally got rid of Odell. Yes. Yeah. That was supposed he was to the problem. That was going to change everything here, <laughs> man. People had high expectations for the Browns. I always get nervous when you have this team that hasn't been there before. Now they were a playoff team last year and they were a good team and they, you know, went toe to toe with Kansas city. But the expectations, that, like Josh Allen, there was so much expectation on him as an MVP in the Buffalo Bills. Now, he's had a good season, but he's not an MVP. And Buffalo's had a good season, but they're not scaring anybody right now. Doesn't mean that they're not going to make a run in the playoffs, but sometimes, remember when the Eagles had the dream team? And we're like, oh, man, they're going to be great. They had everybody. They had all the answers. Yes, Eden. That's that's still the funniest thing to me too, because it's not like the Eagles said they had the dream team. Vince Young <laughs> said they had the dream team. The backup quarterback <laughs> called them a dream team, and now they're hung with it forever. <laughs> it's like how Michael Vick is getting that stink, and you're like, he didn't even say it. Yeah, like who's the one who said dream team? Um, I did. Vince. Yeah, ah, uh, Vince. <laughs> yeah, Paul. Like Mario in the back, guaranteeing we're going to win the Sports <laughs> Emmy this year. We're doing it this year. Then you got to say Patrick calls for, for Sports Emmy. Uh, just a few days ago, the Michigan Wolverines were blown out by Georgia in the college football playoff. Last night, the Wolverines learned that they could be on the verge of another loss. Jim Harbaugh is reported to have some interest in the NFL, returning to the NFL. Bruce Feldman. Our friend from Fox Sports, uh, The Athletic, I believe, as well, reporting that. The Raiders rumored to be the top destination. Harbaugh has NFL connections. He brought the Niners to three state uh, NFC title games, uh, Super Bowl appearance. But we've heard the rumors before. It was two weeks ago where I wondered, well, three weeks ago, where I wondered, after some information, if Harbaugh didn't beat Ohio State, would he be interested in the Chicago Bears? Well, now you beat Ohio State. Is he interested in the Chicago Bears? Because he has to look around and see what James Franklin's getting at Penn State. Mel Tucker is getting in at Michigan State. Uh, look what uh, happened with LSU and USC with those jobs and what those coaches got. Harbaugh's had success in the NFL. But it's tricky with him with Michigan being his alma mater. 
recent success. Now, this could be just leveraging for a new contract because if you factor in what happened with Harbaugh, remember he took the pay cut. He went from, I think, $8 million to $4 million. There were bonuses thrown in there. And uh, he got $8 million in 2020, and it was dropped to $4 million, but he got a $1 million bonus for winning the Big Ten. He also got bonuses for winning the Big Ten East Division and reaching the college football playoff. Have things changed that much with Jim Harbaugh and Michigan in the last year or so? Yeah, Seaton. I think it's crazy that when you think of Jim Harbaugh and Michigan, you're like, yeah, that Ohio State win. Instead of getting humiliated by Georgia, they got destroyed. If this was Ohio State and Ohio State had beaten Michigan but blown out by Georgia, then Ohio State, this would be like, oh, my God, we got embarrassed by Georgia. Nobody's talking about Georgia dominating Michigan, like truly dominating Michigan in the uh, Final Four. It was Hey, but we beat Ohio State. <laughs> well, if if that's what your game plan is, your motivation is, um, you got to think bigger picture here. Yeah, it's like such narrow thinking. Like, yeah, I mean, if I'm Jim Harbaugh, hey, you got blown out by Georgia. Yeah, but we beat Ohio State. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, good season. You kind of got to get over it a little bit. I'm all for rivalries, but yeah. There's, there's more to life. No, but Michigan has been, you know, the fire hydrant. And the Buckeyes have been the dog <laughs> and the big dog. That felt like their national title game. When, when they played Ohio State and it had that feel to it, and they played great, and it was a great game plan. But, you know, do I think Jim would go back to the NFL? I think he's 58. The answer is yes, I do think he would. Uh, I don't see the Raiders as much as I see the Bears, a former Chicago Bear quarterback. He's well-liked. I could see that happening. And I did reach out to a source this morning who said, not far-fetched. Bruce Feldman's a good reporter, not far-fetched at all. But my source said I would see Chicago before I would the Raiders because I don't know how Jim would do with Mark Davis. Yes, he He still kind of feels like an NFL coach playing a college football coach. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. I think the I had the complete opposite opinion. To me, he feels like a pure college coach. Tough guy mentality, rah-rah mentality, um, saying those things. I heard a lot of people talk about Harbaugh yesterday, and there was two schools of thought. This is when you leave, you're hot again, and you may not be hot again. You know, after the you know, national title picture. Yeah. And, and then I heard a lot of people say the opposite. You finally got Michigan to a place where they're in the conversation nationally and can beat Ohio State. Now is when you stay. You've reset that program better. My source this morning said they won't beat Ohio State again anytime soon. Now, I I don't know if that's a gutsy call, <laughs> but my source said Jim knows they can't out-recruit Ohio State. They can't. You know, but they, they are set at the quarterback position. Uh, you're going to lose your two b- best defensive players, but you're not going to out-recruit Ohio State. Now, you know, also keep this in mind. It feels like it's tougher now with the transfer portal in college football. Like, I, I got Justin Fields. He's not going anywhere if I go to the Bears. I got four more years with him. You know, at Ohio State, you know, I got, you know, wide receivers are going to sit out uh, the bowl game. You know, quarterbacks transfer all the time. It just feels like it's harder now in college football because you have to – it used to be you were locked in at least for three years with the kids you recruited. 
Because if you sat out and you wanted to transfer, you had to sit out a year. Not anymore. And I wonder about that. Because I always thought, you know, I would stay in college. If I had a great college job, you know, these great college towns, the atmosphere that's there, you're a control freak. They're, they're all control freaks. You're able to, you can, you can keep an eye on your program and, uh, and not have as many headaches as you do in the NFL. It's not the case anymore. Transfer portal? Who's to say Caleb Williams doesn't go, I'm going to go to Georgia for a year. And then after that, I don't know where I'm going to go na- go after that. Because it feels like, hey, it's free agency. I can go there for one year. They'll take care of me down there. I got a chance to play for a national championship. You know, maybe I go to USC after that and help out coach there. You know, take, a, take a victory tour. Oklahoma. You know, <laughs> you've, you've seen the bands when they have the, uh, the, the tour T-shirts yeah. that you get. You know, it's like Oklahoma, Georgia, USC, Caleb Williams. But everybody's open for business now. And everything, it's out in the open. So I could see that. But Jim Harbaugh to the NFL, until I hear Jim deny that, say that, then I would say a a cautious possibility. Absolutely. Cautiously. Yeah, Paul. Do you want to play the Jim Harbaugh game? Uh, sure. I don't know what it is. Too late now. We already started the music. Okay. We've got to play. All right. The rule. Okay. A month from now, Jim Harbaugh is an NFL head coach, a guy with a big pay raise at Michigan. You can only pick one. Mm. An NFL head coach. Thank you. Or a guy with a big pay raise at Michigan. Dan? I'm going to say a guy with a big pay raise at Michigan. You're right. Oh, no, actually, you're not right yet. Anyone remember, else? Remember with Cliff Kingsbury with Oklahoma, and I went, he's not going to Oklahoma. He, he He's not. And it was like, I don't, hey, he might be going to Oklahoma. I go, no, he's not going to Oklahoma. Yes, he. Do you think Harbaugh, should he go to the NFL? I mean, not necessarily will okay, he, but, but that's should a, he? That's a different game than you're playing of, there. I'm in the middle of this game. <laughs> yeah, I know. This, oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. I didn't mean you to. You got to play up, this game. Sorry. Sorry. My apologies. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I forgot the question, Paulie. So, oh, in a month from now, I think he's got a pay raise and he's locked in at Michigan. Anybody going NFL? I'll go NFL just to be contrarian. Nice. Okay. Oh, by the way. Fritzy, you still are owed a pie to the face. I am. Yeah. Remember that? The Broncos have been eliminated. Yeah, that's going to come up on Friday. Yeah, Paul. Oh, he owes two things. Yeah. What was the other bet that he we has had? to make us a meal from scratch of my choice? Ooh. But that doesn't help us. It's more right. of a punishment for us. Then. Could be poisonous. Eating it will be unpleasant. Watching it will be both entertaining and unpleasant. Do you trust food that Todd has no. made? Yes, no. 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 But I, like, it would be fascinating to watch. Like, he could lose a finger. And, and, and I'm being serious here. I, I, I think you could lose a limb if you cook for us. It could get messy. Yes, Paul. He made blueberry pie for us a couple months ago, and he tried to open the can with the can opener. And he got it about two-thirds open, and then he decided to do the rest with his fingers, which was great. He was dipping them right in the blueberry sauce. stuck. <laughs> trying to pull it off. And like, I, I probably would have and had to get some kind of tennis shot. He went to get the pie, which was in the tin cooking in the oven, and he did not put oven mitts on. It was moments away from grabbing it. I wasn't expecting it to be that hot out of the oven. 
I knew it would be hot, but I thought it would be like bearable for a few seconds to take it out and put it down. You've never used an oven. Now, I wasn't going to stop you from doing it. You were not. I think it was Paulie who said, Fritzy, you got to use oven mitts. He did save me from like the burn (laughs) unit at the local medical center. It's a true story. When I'm watching Fritzy and he opens the oven and he puts his hand in and I go, he doesn't have oven mitts on. It didn't look that hot. Usually I was looking for smoke or some kind of sign that this is not a good idea to pick that up. There's no flames. Yeah. You know, maybe you could be Tyler's sous chef on Friday. That would be a lot safer for for everybody. It, yeah. You know, maybe we, we take the S out. It just is, ooh, chef. I'll be happy to be Tyler's assistant. Let's take a break here, okay? Let's, let's regroup, and we want to talk about the Aaron Rodgers situation where one of the NFL MVP voters called him a big jerk and uh, therefore is not going to vote for Aaron Rodgers. We'll talk about that. We'll get to phone calls. We'll settle on our poll question and our play of the day coming up next. If you want to achieve your health and fitness goals, you got to put in the work. you got to do it every single day. And that's why I support my daily workouts with M-Drive, the supplement for driven guys with no plans on slowing down, even as they get older. M-Drive's special blend of clinically tested herbs and vitamins supports your body's natural testosterone production, giving you that energy and that strength and that mental boost you need to compete every single day. You can go to mdrivedan.com. You're going to get free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. You can also find M-Drive at Walgreens, Rite Aid, and Vitamin Shop. M-Drive does not contain testosterone. Instead, it helps your body maintain its natural testosterone production so you have the strength, energy, and focus to compete day in and day out. M-Drive's not for everyone, but it's for the driven. Visit mdrivedan.com for healthy tea support, strength, energy you need to fuel your daily drive. You go to uh, mdrivedan.com or Walgreens Rite Aid and Vitamin Shop. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my God. The play, the play, is play. of the day. Left side, got it. Play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Skyler, great protection. I mean, terrific protection. Now throws to the back of the end zone and it is caught. Malik Knowles, touchdown Kansas State. All kinds of time for Sky and he made him pay. Skyler Thompson throws a touchdown pass to Malik Knowles. K-State roughs up LSU 42-20 in the Tax Act Texas Bowl. Knowles grabbed a pair of touchdowns in the game. First Kansas State player with multiple touchdown receptions in a bowl game since Tyler Lockett, 2015 Alamo Bowl. That is your play of the day, and the play of the day is brought to you by Mercedes, the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van that I've been talking about. You can win it. DP Show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. 
to enter, get the rules, visit danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com by February 2nd, Mercedes-Benz Vans. I was talking to somebody with uh, Mercedes-Benz. They were talking about the wheels on the Mercedes-Benz. I have not heard this expression before, but I'm probably not in the right demographic. And she said, they murdered the wheels on that Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I go, murdered they murdered them. She goes, oh, they murdered them out. And I go, okay, that's a good thing. She goes, oh, man, you got to see this van. I go, okay. DanPatrick.com, and uh, you'll get all the rules and sign up, and you could be uh, taking home the van that Seton is going cross-country Let's go. In. And then he's going to be taking it out to Los Angeles for the Super Bowl. Yes, Pony. Get yourself some of those murdered wheels. Yeah. That'd be great. What do murdered wheels look like? They like uh, blacked out, like the oh, rims are black. Yeah, oh. I believe. I okay. believe. I could be wrong about okay. that. But. I think that might be it. That they, yeah, because I think I, I thought there might be like red on it. Like those wheels are murdered. Could be. Yeah. But from uh, sources close to me, that might have something to do with it be all black, blacked out or something like that. All right, did we settle on a poll question, Seton, since that's your only responsibility today? I don't know that we did, uh, but I do have another one for you. Okay. Okay, here's another option for you. Whilst voting for a league MVP award, (laughs) should personality slash off-field behavior matter? Yes, no. I guess I got to tell the whole story here. Mm -hmm. But uh, longtime NFL writer, uh, Hub Arkish, he uh, runs Pro Football Weekly, a... Longtime Chicago sports writer. He uh, was on 670 The Score yesterday, and Hub was talking about Aaron Rodgers and if he was going to vote for him for MVP. I don't think you can be the biggest jerk in the league and punish your, your team and your organization and your fan base the way he did and be the most valuable player. It, it, has he been the most valuable on the field? Yeah, you could make that argument, but I don't think he is clearly that much more valuable than, than Jonathan Taylor or uh, or Cooper Cup or, or maybe even Tom Brady. And, and so from where I sit, the rest of it is why he's not going to be my choice. Do I think he's going to win it? Probably. You know, the, the, a lot of the voters don't, don't approach it the same way that I do. Others do who I've spoken to. Um, but one of the, the, the ways we get to keep being voters is we're not allowed to say who we are voting for until after the award has been announced. I'm probably pushing the envelope by saying who I'm not voting for. Um, but we're, we're not really supposed to reveal our votes. Okay. He's one of 50 voters. It's like voting for the Heisman. I used to vote for NBA awards. Nobody says, here's the criteria. If you want to factor that in, that's fine. That's his prerogative. I would like to have a little bit more definition of how he was hurting the team and the fan base. When he gets on the field, he followed up an MVP season, one of the greatest seasons a quarterback has ever had. He's led his team to the number one seed. He didn't hold out. You know, I part of this is it's media-driven in how the media covered what was going on with Aaron Rodgers. Because Rodgers did tell the Packers his situation. Now, he deceived or lied, depending on the word you want to use, the, uh, the media with this. Immunized, not vaccinized. But, you know, this is a situation where Packers knew what was going on, reportedly. You can say, was this a distraction? They were blown out week one against the Saints? Okay, you could say because he was not vaccinated, then he had to sit out the Kansas City game. Okay. You can factor both of those things in. That's almost like factoring in two bad games that he had. Because if I look at everything else that he's done, 
He's been the MVP. I did say at the time when he sat out, had to sit out the Kansas City game, this will be held against him by some voters. Well, we know one voter who is holding it against him. But, you know, he, he, we're not supposed to talk about who we vote for. Now, the votes are already in. They were in before uh, the end of the year. But do I think others will follow suit with this? They may. There are certain sports, like football and, and uh, baseball are different. Factoring in your character when it comes to the Hall of Fame. Baseball, we really focus on your character. Football, we don't. But then T.O. didn't get in first year. Michael Irvin didn't get in. You know, Lawrence Taylor did, but he was so damn good that they looked past his character. How would, how would Hub vote for Lawrence Taylor for Defensive Player of the Year, considering he was a distraction, the stuff that he was doing off the field? But Aaron Rodgers is going to be the MVP. I think that's a part of the reason why he's playing this weekend against Detroit. I think it, and Carson Palmer's the one that first said it to me. This is basically an FU. Like, hey, you guys want to criticize me? Everything I've gone through, I'm still the best damn quarterback in football. Plus, you also have to factor in Hub Arkish is a huge Chicago Bears fan. He called games for the Bears for two decades. Does that factor in your most hated rival? Probably so. Yes, yeah, Eaton. That's why I don't. What Hub said is so interesting because Aaron Rodgers very well may be the biggest jerk in the league, but he still should be the MVP too. You could be both of those things simultaneously, a huge jerk and the MVP. Yeah. I mean, Barry Bonds was that every single year. He was a jerk, but you couldn't deny what he did. Yeah, Pauline. Hub also factored in the vaccination. Quote, they're going to get the number one seed anyway, but what if the difference had come down to the Chiefs game where he lied about being vaccinated, they end up getting beat. So he said that factored in as well to his decision. Okay. You know, I go back to, and this has happened down through the years in all of these sports. You go back to Ted Williams hit 406, and he didn't win the MVP. Part of the reason why Joe DiMaggio, the 56-game hitting streak, but also the two writers who covered the Red Sox that year didn't vote for Ted Williams because they thought he was a jerk. So a guy bats 406. Imagine if he wasn't a jerk, he might have hit 425. But we're not going to vote for Ted Williams. He batted 406. More of a jerk. Uh, star athlete or person who doesn't <laughs> vote for the star athlete? New poll question there. <laughs> uh, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers responds to it. It feels like he's responding to everything now. And I'm going to guess next week, uh, you know, when he's on with Pat McAfee, that, hey, what do you think about this Chicago writer who doesn't want to vote for you? MVP called you the biggest jerk in the league. I mean, I would be asking the question, but unapologetically myself. OK, I didn't like that. When he told Pat McAfee that he's un, unapologetically myself. All right. It feels like the kind of thing a jerk would say. <laughs> Sounds like an indie alt-rock band. Unapologetically myself. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they started throwing muses. I yeah. Born on Blondes used to be. Yeah. I've always been unapologetically myself. <laughs> Good grief. I mean, I'm fine with it. It gives me content. Yeah, I might not always agree with Aaron Rodgers, but 
I will say every time he's on, he's a good guest. One hour in the books, two more to go. We covered a lot of ground there, I think. Nick Wright from Fox Sports. Get his thoughts. He's got an opinion on Aaron Rodgers. And the great Al Michaels stops by as well. One more item as we close out hour one. When you're finished golfing, lifting weights, taking a run, you probably have uh, sore muscles, post-workout discomfort, popping up in new spots all the time. Your body is not recovering the way it used to. That's why I'm thankful for Level Select CBD sports creams and roll-ons. If it's good enough for Steve Garvey and Ricky Fowler, Carson Palmer, good enough for me. I trust Level Select CBD because, first of all, formulated with doctors, there's a high concentration of CBD, and that allows you to feel it work immediately. And it's made with 0% THC. Apply the Level Select CBD to the sore spots and let that proprietary blend of CBD go to work, and you will feel it in 30 seconds or less. Go to LevelSelectCBD.com. Make sure you use the promo code DP30. They know then that you listen to the program and they'll give you that special offer. $30 off your entire order today. $30 off at LevelSelectCBD.com. Make sure you use the promo code DP30. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota.